Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found or the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask what's my thesis. And today, I have returning guest Alex Andrew Sanchez on the show. You guys might remember him from the... Uh, what was it? Oh, man. The title that you, you said... it was The title for your episode was so good. You said... Uh, you said it on the episode, and I just used that mm-hmm. as a title. I know. Uh, the, 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 the everyday... Suffering the, or some shit? <laughs> the, the, something about the everyday stuff that doesn't kill you or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't pull it up out of my head right now. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so it, well, uh, I'm guessing that we're going to be somewhere in that space because I'm definitely in that space. <laughs> I told yeah. you off air. But yeah. uh, what's it called, man? How you been? Everything good? Everything's good. I'm, I'm fairly positive. Um, Are you living the Bukowski life? during COVID and all of that? Uh, yeah, with a nine-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Last but, time on Instagram, I saw that you had, uh, uh, that you, you bought your dad, you, your, you bought your son a, a, a book. It was, uh, what's it called? It was the Ninja. Oh yeah. The, uh, secret Ninja book or something, but they're yeah. choose your, the, the choose your own adventure. Yes. And I was like, Oh, nice. Yeah. So, for people that didn't listen to your original episode, you are a painter. You've got some paintings in the background if you're watching on YouTube, but if you're listening. Uh, and uh, and then you also do poetry. And have you expanded into other kinds of writing? I don't want to pigeonhole you just as a poet if that's not where you're at. No, no. And in fact, at the like uh, last year, I don't know at what point, but um, I kind of like stopped writing. And then I could see that. that. I mean, last year, what, what do you, it was a weird year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, um, I, I also, uh, just put the energy into painting. So, so that's uh, been the main thrust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that like, um, I don't know. How was, how was COVID for you? Um, not that it's it, over, but it kind of no, is. Yeah, like, yeah. It's all it's all been a mixed bag, good and bad. Um, um, at the beginning, I was like living with a bunch of roommates. Um, oh, because you, you you lived in the in that studio uh, space, yeah, right? Yeah, and so I had to move out of my studio space, and then so I moved up the street to the first place I found with a, a bunch of other like weird creative people, and. Um, that was cool. And then, um, in January of last year, my son moved back to LA from San Diego and then, and then a couple months later COVID hit. And then, so I stopped going to work for a couple months, uh, to my, you know, day job. And then, uh, what's your day job? So people have context, uh, making canvases. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much the, the, the citywide shut down. I was like, Hey guys, I'm not coming to work. And like no nobody that I lived with was going anywhere. So yeah. like other than grocery shopping. And we no one knew what the fuck was going on, right? Yeah. Um <laughs> what's what was it like to have a kid? Like what did you how did you explain it to your kid? Because I didn't I didn't I tried to explain it to my inner child and it had no it didn't well, take a while. Him being eight, he he was very well aware of what how everyone was reacting and what they were saying, you know. Mm-hmm. So he had like, you know, he had whatever I was saying and people at my place and my roommates that he interacted with. 
And then he had what his mom was going through. And then also his grandparents who he, he, he's, he uh, would see a lot. So, uh, so yeah. you were, you guys were still doing, uh, cause you, you and your, you and his mom are no longer together. Right. So yeah. were you guys do doing the co-parenting, like split spending time at how do, what are the logistics of that? That shit's crazy, dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well actually too, even he was more aware of it because schools were the first thing to get shut down and his life changed. Cause yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, we got really into video games. <laughs> like which ones? Tell me. Okay. Well, he has a Switch, so he plays the big one that was his was a uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay. That was like that He was had like, played it already before because that's he been had around just for gotten a while. it for Christmas. I excellent. Yeah. That's so, I, that must have been perfect then. Yeah. That so seems that, like the kind of game that you want a lot of time to just immerse yourself in. And it it takes a long time to just play it. Like yeah. it's it's really like it dense um that's so, like literally still why i want to switch that and, and 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 mario kart oh yeah what what other ones I, dude i love playing animal crossing really <laughs> yeah that, okay i'm gonna have to get one <laughs> especially like a break from other serious games you know and i'm like oh i'm going you know i'm i'm swimming in in a in a lake or a ocean or whatever trying to catch stuff for Points I don't know how Nintendo it. does it. Nintendo, <laughs> it's just so like, good. They make it so simple and so fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But then there was a lot of reading. So like, I don't know, dude. Parenting just—it's like it—it it, it seems like something. I don't know because like even you described it mm-hmm. at the beginning of what you were saying as a uh, as as like nobody knew what was going on. Right. Yeah. And when you and when you're eight years old, I think I when I was eight years old, I, I, I played Family Feud, the board game at a party one time. And okay. I got the question wrong about how old you were when you found out that uh, Santa Claus wasn't real. And eight years old is apparently according to. Well, oh, okay. I don't even know if that's correct, because that's like the survey. The survey uh-huh. says not, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not like but that was the top statistical. answer. Yeah. But. I'm guessing that like that's sort of around when you start to realize that Santa Claus isn't real, right? Yeah. And then to ha- to have like, but then, but that's like, that's a minor betrayal. The the mo- like I don't remember when it was that I learned that my parents didn't know everything, but it seems. <laughs> like... <laughs> so how did he handle yeah. that at eight years old, man? Can you talk on that a little bit? Like that must be hard. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's hard to also relive like every difficult part about it because mm-hmm. now he's back in school. He had a birthday party recently and he gets to see friends every once in a while. Um, so things in the past few months have gotten a little better okay. uh, in terms of doing things. But yeah, for sure bummed on not being able to see his friends. And I, I also noticed, too, from having roommates, um, he went through the same things everyone else went through. Yeah, like just as a kid. That's fucking yeah. hard, dude. Yeah, so everything that everyone else was missing and kind of like the time it took for them to fill those different things, I saw, him, I saw him go through it exactly like very similar to like what, what like people in their 30s uh, were going through, you know? Yeah. 
So, um, that's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, we spent a lot of time together. Did it is, it was really hard to be like a, now he's, he just turned nine, but to be like an eight year old's best friend, you know, (laughs) and I love him. So it's like, he just wants me to do everything he does, you know? Yeah. And it's hard as like an adult to be like, yeah, I love this kid shit. <laughs> Cause I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to hurt his feelings, you know? Yeah, no, that is crazy. Wow, man. Wow. I never thought like, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Video games and like all of that shit. I don't understand. I'm still yeah. learning fucking terms. He, you know, and that was cool because he bonded with the other people in the, that I was living with that played video games and made friends with them. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was mostly so, Switch Switch games? And, and computer games. Like the computer I'm talking to you right now, I, I bought, that was like the first thing I bought. And it was like a, like less than $800, but it was like a, a computer for gaming. What, uh, what is it? I want. It, it's just a laptop. <laughs> but it's like an Acer Nitro 5. I don't know. My, We're like my product play. We should be sponsored this episode. No, yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I'll take more of these. You know, I just I just bought a wireless controller recently. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I it, it seems like there's maybe a healthier pull though, because I just okay. I was single when it first hit, and then my, the pull for me was just like bad habits, right? Uh-huh. Like, and then. Was that I eating, also, drinking, that? eating, yeah, drinking? Like eating uh, Grubhub, smoking, uh, and uh, smoking weed and drinking uh-huh, alcohol. And uh-huh. just like, I'm oh, surprised yeah, I have, go ahead. I actually loved it the two months I didn't go to work because then <laughs> I was living with like a bunch of other people that I liked a lot. And that's what we did, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Now you're making me jealous because I didn't well, even have a car. I like yeah. I, I I was hanging out with somebody and they were like, uh, oh, we can meet halfway. I was like, dude, I'll meet you there. Yeah. I like I just want to get out of my neighborhood because <laughs> for a long time I was limited to what I could walk. And you don't realize in Los Angeles how fucking crazy that is. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've walked a lot of it in my yeah, life. I know I'm, you don't have a car. I'm sorry. I'm a dick. No, no, I did get one this year. I got a car this year. What'd you get? I got a, I got a dad van. I got a 2000 something Dodge Voyager, uh, off some really cool people that had only 80,000 miles on it for $2,000. Nice, man. That's a fucking crazy price. Yeah. 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 They just wanted to give it to somebody like they're like, this was ours. We just, we just someone who would take care of it or could use it. And they were like, you were the first person that hit us back. And yeah. Was this, was this during COVID? This is the, I bought it on like January 1st or 2nd this year. This year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So everybody's yeah. like, it seems like people are like. <laughs> well, uh, uh, to go back when it, when COVID hit and I was like, I'm not going to work. I didn't have any savings, you know? So, yeah. Uh, um, but literally like, like as a group in uh, the people I was living with were like, we're not leaving here other than for essential tri- trips. Right. And then, mm. and, uh, so then no one was going to work, you know, yeah. like it was kind of like voted upon that no one was like, and then, well, I mean, with the city ordinance, people weren't supposed to go to work. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so I didn't know what I was going to do to pay rent. 
That's crazy, man. <laughs> and, what, and how did luckily, you figure it out? Yeah, luckily I got the uh, pandemic unemployment eventually. Um, and then our rent got reduced by like 30%, which was amazing. And then, um, and then a friend of mine, um, Robert Stark, uh, was doing this thing, Pluto Projects, and hosting where people were doing shows uh, via online only uh, solo shows. And so Our that all happened really quick, like in the first couple of weeks. And I think I did one of the first shows. I don't remember which order, but we had a live broadcast of an opening of my show, which was just in my room of new work that I'd been doing. And I had all my roommates there. So we threw a party. So like ours was <laughs> like really cool, you know? And then it was um, open bidding. So you could bid whatever you wanted, right? On the works. And then I would have to say yes or no if I wanted that, right? If so you, if someone if bid like, like $10. the final price, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair. yeah. And uh, luckily, it was all friends that bought things. And um, I made enough to cover, cover a month's rent. And so... Dude, that's like a fucking... Uh, <laughs> that's like the last... The end scene in It's a Wonderful Life, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's the money's in your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, man, I, I'm actually impressed with how how uh, effective and brief. I mean, I, not to pat myself on the back, but that Jimmy Stewart was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to go back and watch that one. I for sure remember watching that every like Christmas or whatever, right? Yeah, when you're a well, you know, kid. you know the whole thing at the end, right? Uh, like, uh, I yeah, but that's a dark movie, right? I well, it's about like, a dude trying to kill himself. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like a sad movie. <laughs> For Christmas? Um, well, you know what? Actually, maybe that's why they play it, because there's so many people that are probably having seasonal affective disorder that they're like, this is dark, but it has a happy ending. <laughs> it's yeah, about, I mean, like, it's also like a value. representation of like more realistic whatever, you know, artistry in the writing the movie or whatever that maybe was like more prevalent or at different times prevalent, you know, where people get to actually make a movie like that. Yeah. Um, well, someone, I, was, I was trying to think about what's the one, is it where he goes to Washington and yeah, um, Mr. it's Smith about the filibuster? Yeah. Right. Especially like, cause of whatever politically right now, how people are talking about it, you know, mm -hmm. I, I've been thinking about that movie a lot. Um, I've never watched it. Is it? And that's, it, it's that's supposed to be, that's, it's, it's a Jimmy Frank Capra, Stewart. right? Is that? Oh man. I was just, I was just, it just kept popping up in my head and I was like, oh, I should rewatch that. Yeah. I think, I think that like, um, I, the, I heard Oliver Stone talk about, uh, Frank Capra, but I, I, my take on my understanding of what his themes are is that it is like working man kind of that kind yeah. of thing. You know, so, okay. so, but I've never, director? I've never seen it. Go ahead. Oh, that's the director. Frank Capra. Yeah, I think so. I could be confusing it okay. with somebody else. Okay. Yeah. I remember but, watching it in like high school or whatever. Yeah. As like a movie. No, but, movie. but the point, the, the reason I bring it up is, is the point is that it's not just a Jimmy Stewart feel good movie. It's like, it's actually a movie by, <laughs> yeah. it, like you were saying, it's art or it's intended. Yeah. As art, yeah. Yeah. That's know? why I was or like, recognized. I remember being kind of intense and, you know, like yeah. a whole movie about that, you know? Um, yeah. Um, and it's about a, a small... Well, I think that there's something still relevant about it because it's a small guy going to Washington, which is like... 
there there may be diversity in Washington, but it's it's mostly yeah. on on uh, identity lines. It's not on class lines. There's yeah, that no, was like are, the, um, who was a guy the the recent guy John Stewart made a movie like that. Um, oh, I haven't seen it. About a, a guy in a small like basically them going to a small town to groom a candidate to beat the other to beat the other side, right? Oh wow! Um, and it was really strange. Um, it had a really strange ending. Um, I haven't seen it. Um, oh gosh, I forgot what you, that was. Have you watched uh, Wag the Dog? Since we're just throwing out political movies uh, <laughs> that are relevant, is that Jack Nicholson? No, Wag the Dog is uh, Dustin Hoffman and okay. uh, what's it called? Dustin Hoffman and I think it's uh, Robert De Niro and then Woody okay. Harrelson. So it's basically it's how they fabricate. It's it, they they hired uh, Robert De Niro hires Dustin Hoffman who who is a movie producer to sort of fabricate a narrative okay. that is going to help the presidential candidate win. And so okay. they get this like degenerate, and I mean like I I don't. I don't mean it like it, to say that homeless people are degenerate. Like this character is Woody Harrelson, so he's playing it that way, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's base. It's essentially they get a derelict. <laughs> yeah, derelict. Exactly, not degenerate. Degenerate is more related to gambling and uh, The Sopranos. Mm. Derelict, like, uh, or I don't even know if that's offensive. Let's just say he's an unhoused person to uh, <laughs> modernize yeah. it. Yeah, and then, uh, but like you know that he's like a little bit. Uh, yeah, kind of like his character in the Hunger Games, right? Like okay. uh, Woody Harrelson in the Hunger Games. Yeah. So, um, so basically, yeah, it's all about that, and then it's it, the ending is is uh, okay. Is not I've a nev- happy. I've one. never seen the Hunger Games. All right, I, re- <laughs> I refuse to watch it because I really? love um, Battle Royale too much. Yeah, I know Battle Royale <laughs> is one of the best movies. Yeah. <laughs> And and it was based on a book. And there's some weird things with the with the Hunger Games. There's all these like um, reboots of things, or sort of like a lot of liter- literature is problematic. Like for example, Lord of the Rings and shit like that. Or uh-huh. no, not Lord of the Rings. The the C.S. Lewis is like super Islamophobic. <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I I I'm not surprised, but I wouldn't be surprised by some fantasy fiction being super. <laughs> I think a lot of that was written by people that had survived the war and didn't realize the context in which they were writing things. Right? Well, for like, whatever reason, right? <laughs> well, they weren't going to India and slaughtering people themselves necessarily. <laughs> they may have fought in in like one theater and got into the romance of it and then didn't go to like see Winston Churchill murder people in India, right? So, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. but let's, <laughs> let's get <laughs> off of world politics. Um, so what, so what have you been thinking about? Like, I mean, there's been a lot of time to think about shit. Like this is, since you're a returning guest, I don't want to be like, what's your topic? But like, yeah. I know you're your smart person and I know you've been thinking about shit. So, oh, so lay yeah. it on me. Like this is, this is a chance. I mean, uh, you know, I, I really like, I wonder if I could, yeah, there we go. Then you can see tops of paintings. But um, I had I had a lot of time to work and work on my paintings, um, and then uh, yeah, so I, I just really dived into that super hard, and then um, and then I moved. I, I literally live across street street from where I I was living 
uh, with a bunch of roommates. Like I could see my old room and like my friend, my friend lives in there now. And uh, sometimes we talk to each other across the street. Um, and do you ever go back and visit him? Smoke weed in your old place? Yeah, 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 totally. I got, I got, I got, there's like three or four people that like, I'm like, I, I'm supposed to go over there now because now we're all vaccinated. But, um, uh, Isn't yeah. It vaccin- vaccines are so fun, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was, I was literally like eyeing this other spot and now I, I live there. And so, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's cool. It's not huge, but it's not small either. You know, there's yeah. like, well, you had a pretty, pretty airy space with like a, uh, it was very studio. You had like a, a bed in a studio with like your food, like you didn't actually have a kitchen, did you? Or the kitchen was somewhere else. Did you come you to were, the old you, studio? The old, it, yeah. Stu- yeah. yeah. I went to your poetry reading. At yeah. There, and then, oh no, yeah, then that we, place was huge. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But it was like yeah. so industrial. Yeah. yeah. And then we did a, you, you guys had a, a, there was like a freight elevator at the time. Yeah. And that's that where we one? had the poetry reading. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that was interesting. That was a fun night at night or day, like evening. Yeah. Uh, so I was there for a while. It was really cool while I was there. Um, yeah. yeah. But so that's I, the I spot that you can see now? Uh, no. So that, that was the first spot I moved up. That was off Slauson. And now I'm off uh, Martin Luther King. Like I could see the LAFC uh, stadium outside my window. The the what? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. I could, yeah. I could totally just so see that's, that window. So that's that part that you can never get to when there's like a big game there because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when that when that happens or before, you know, people are like selling par- parking spots outside my apartment. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. capitalism. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm always dreaming about like, how can I buy a parking lot? Like, that's <laughs> a good starter, like, business, right? <laughs> and for you, that's perfect because you're a skater. So it's not like, like, yeah. that is your nature. That's yeah. like, I need to commune yeah, yeah, with yeah. the asphalt. <laughs> that, that was the cool thing about living in, in, uh, in this big space with a bunch of people across the street is that we had a parking lot. And so... Yeah. I did a lot of that, a lot of skating. I, I saw you, man. You were yeah. posting that shit. Yeah. I've been watching, this is like a, 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 a post-Instagram reunion, you know? Like, I can yeah, see yeah, what yeah, you've yeah, been up yeah. to, and you can see well, me. Well, you know, at least, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, like, uh, gotten very, like, not shy about, like, you know, just being who I am. Your, kid is, your kid is old enough, too, that you can kind of share pictures of him growing up without feeling, like, too, like, invasive, you know? Oh, and yeah. he's cool. He's got his, his like, different... How often does he change his hair color? Yeah, probably, like, every three months, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. see my episode with uh, Molly Parmer, the lawyer? Did you hear that one at all? No. So, so she's the daughter of, uh, you might appreciate this actually, cause you're into all of this stuff. So she was, she is the daughter of, um, uh, Skip Williamson, I think. And okay. so, so he is a uh, underground comic book artist that was friends oh, cool. with, with, uh, like he was part of the art crumb movement. He was like okay. one of those legends and like the zap comics. I guess you probably know, but that's why I bring it up to you. You probably yeah, know more yeah, about yeah. this shit that's than cool. I do. I like it. So, so then, and she was like, she, he did the, the cover for steal this book. Okay. So, yeah. And for those cool. who, I know you know that, but <laughs> for those who don't know, steal this book is the, uh, Abby Hoffman book, which yeah. was, uh, they just, uh, made that movie about that dude. 
Yeah, and that movie is not great. Like, I didn't see movie, it. That's, it's an Aaron it. Sorkin. I, I I listened to a whole podcast about like. But that guy, uh, the Abby Hoffman dude, seems interesting. Yeah. Yeah, know? he's an interesting guy. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man. So uh, so let's get back to the painting stuff, and then because I know, have you been reading also what during this process, or um, or I just was reading like not. Part no, of the... no, because I've been pretty slow. Um, I got into, I remember one night, uh, where I was, when I was still living with a bunch of people, I started, uh, reading to them, uh, gosh, the first Mike Davis book, um, about California. And I can't think of the title right now, but it's all about how like California's a disaster zone and like, just like, you know, it's just a disaster zone. Like something bad's gonna happen here eventually. You know, and people are like, "This is not." Just one person got like really upset with me and was like, "This is not cool." Especially this. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, okay." Like I was, it kind of it was making me feel better. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so right for you because, like, I was I was also in the same space. Well, DC Comics in their in their service, the I forget what it's called. Uh, since we're plugging things, I'll try to say. It's, yeah. I think it's DC Infinite. Their DC Universe app was better for reading comics because oh, with, okay. the no- with the notch, it, it, yeah. uh, the notch on the iPhone on the new one, you okay. can't, you can't uh, read some of the text. So you have to yeah. like, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I haven't done it like that. I had one of those, was it a Kindle? Is that where you read books? Yeah. I love that. and I. But it's been a long, like I just lost it some at some point i really liked reading that way i actually did get a lot of reading done that way but comic books man yeah it's hard but i love like because you always post like the snippets of the scenes you know and i i read a lot of comic books in my lifetime like a lot like even as a kid to an adult you know um the one that really helped me was an and and i think that they they released it for like they they uploaded it around covid okay comics did on their on their service and it, it's one where like um gotham has an earthquake okay and and it's just martial law that like the whole the the rest of the world is just like fuck gotham <laughs> yeah and they leave them to fend for themselves there's no police anymore and everybody's yeah. like there's a it's sort of like uh what you were talking about like uh when you were talking about how people like you you got to sell work through your friends yeah and, and like yeah. you know and and it was like they didn't give you a handout they got an opportunity to get something and then also help you like for example like maybe they've been planning on buying one of your paintings but this was the opportunity that presented itself where you were like right so yeah so for me there was just so many different like little things but it's funny like the idea of people just being like i can't handle this right now especially yeah. like in a in a so what context were you reading this book in? Um, well, well, I was just reading for fun because I'd read it b- before, you know, and I, I was like. But where were you presenting it that people were like, this is too Just much. like hanging out at home with people, like while we're chilling. Because we would try and do activities together, especially uh-huh. like some of the people were, we had just met each other. Because um, I, I had moved in there and I had lived with these two other dudes and um, they were gone all the time before. So I had, I was there by myself a lot. And then everyone kind of like, I got more roommates all at once. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> stopped working so much. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so yeah. But I, I got another book by this guy, Pierre uh, Guillotot, and it's called Coma. 
And it's mm-hmm. all about someone um, being fairly older. They're trying to write a book. They're so depressed that they can't talk anymore. And they're also uh, self-medicating themselves on European coding. So they're like super That sounds so up. exotic. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's, it's short, but it's really hard to read because it's also like uh, translated from French and it's like really flowery. And um, uh, this guy was famous for like uh, one novel that he wrote about uh, uh, his like gay account of being uh, in World War II and, and having like gay sex. And he got like World War II. Yeah, yeah, and he got like banned for that or whatever. So now this book takes place later in his life. Um, He's also an artist. Um, He he makes really funny, like weird, gross drawings with a bunch of like pink penises and stuff. Um, I love penises uh, and and drawings. But the book was really good. I just finished it last week out in the desert, and um, it was you know it was it was comical to read something about someone who was so debilitated they couldn't function or or talk to people. Um, I've been there, man. Have yeah, been and there? it was all, and it, it all references art, and he, you know, and the whole coma is is self induced. Um, yeah. um, and so, well, but that I mean, I'm sure, like <laughs> as someone who's been in those spaces where you're just like you have no control over what your brain does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. also not necessarily self induced. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I and I have a tendency to read really depressing things. Um, I, I like know that. that's that's one of the things that I've been ha- trying to routing us back to. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> I said one of the first things I've, I asked you was how have you been living the Bukowski life? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, which and which I'm secret. I'm always like upgrading to that because that's exactly what my apartment is. You know, it's like just enough space. You know, and it's it's really nice for me and and cozy and like you know I like cook my meals and crack open my wine and you know look out at the sunset but it's like i live on martin luther king and broadway and it's like that's why i close my windows too because it gets like at this hour it's going to get really loud or i don't know if there's going to be like eight police cars hauling down the ass for no good reason you know yeah um, with their sirens blaring but um, i've never i've never heard it, it said calm that way, though now i mean but it got crazy like um it got really, I mean, there's a lot of homeless people around here, which I, I definitely feel for. Um, and kind of my block, I feel like it's getting cleaned up a little or I'm like, ter- not even terrified. Like, like we're so close to USC. I can see the Coliseum. I can see the football yeah. club. And uh, we're kind of like the first residential street. So just north of me, it's all industrial where there's tons and tons of homeless people all the way to downtown, right? Mm-hmm. Like like just south of downtown, like where you go by the LA Trade Tech and everything else. But we're like kind of, uh, MLK is kind of the cutoff where like it starts to be mostly residential again. Um, but um, at, a, at a certain point, I can see the building and it's kind of like I live like on a street that's a triangle. So there, mm-hmm. at a certain point, there was four four different homeless encampments of four different factions on different sides of that building that I can see. And, um, there, one was like, they're, uh, they're, they're like punk rockers and they're in a gang. Mm -hmm. And then there Mm -hmm. was other like predominantly older people, predominantly black. And then there would be other different things that sprouted up of different people from all different ages. And, you know, from, uh, uh, different backgrounds right and right now kind of like that building 
people kept setting the ho- the encampments on fire. Um, so I've literally watched so many things burn just outside my window, and like, in, and like I don't even know how to process it or or whatever. Like, you know, um, it, it's wild, you know. But in my home, inside my apartment, it's really nice and. There's a bunch of like there's all there's all kinds of mixed people in the building. It's only a three story building, so it's an old brick building, um, and like there's like people like around my age or like younger that look fairly hip, and then there's like some like pe- older people here that have been here for a while. It's like a big mix, right? But um, um, I know every new person that moves in is probably like raising the rent price every every time, right? Um, and there's other businesses, uh, around here and there's a lot of foot traffic, but there is still a lot of crazy stuff that still happens, um, within that, you know, um, but there's like a couple sewing factories just on the block. So I, I also feel that like whatever Brown, Latino, uh, Hispanic, I I feel like a lot of people are South American in the neighborhood. A lot of, a lot of those people are just like, everyone's just trying to go to work or like, do their thing so like can tolerate a lot you know and and just kind of like can go about their day and do stuff you know um but um i you know i i feel like it's insane to watch a whole encampment homeless encampment burn down you know um and uh and you think people are lighting them that's what you're saying I don't. Yeah, I or think do you think a, it, they're they're accidental? I, I mean, they, it I, can't I be accidental whole, that often. The whole spectrum, the whole yeah. spectrum. Like people, it's either people doing drugs, people, uh, people like hook up into the the lights, you know, so they have power. I see that so many different places. And why wouldn't you do that, right? But, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, just something sparking off like that, and then two, yeah, maybe there's there's conflicts between gangs uh, and like territory and uh drug sales and um right now it feels really calm but like during the height of things dude like when people started getting money from the government there was like a month where they they had to close they've closed the parking lot because there's below me there's a liquor store and a laundromat right and there's a parking lot across the street that people would use but then uh various times it's been shut down for over a year but when people started like under lockdown when people started getting money there there started just being a huge amount of fights in that parking lot because uh, essentially drug deals where people were showing up like give me my money or give me my rock right those those that, those were the two things people were yelling at each other but um you know it was either someone was like showed up and wanted like their drugs you know and they'd be like give me my goddamn rock or someone would show up and hit up someone who owed them money for drugs and be like, give me my money. And it does you know, the cops don't come fast for that kind of stuff around here. <laughs> and, it, you know, and uh, so, yeah, man, it's, and I don't know if I feel good about it being less visibly chaotic right now at this moment, yeah. you know, cause all those people deserve a place to live and everything else that we all do, you know? Um, so there's a lot of mixed emotions. Um, 
Have you, so do you know, um, and this is my first time having my own place in a long time. Like, no, no I know, I know <laughs> this must be fucking awful <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in terms of guilt. Like here but I am I, in my place. I don't feel that much guilt. Cause too, then I have my son a lot and I'm, you know, I'm just doing, doing, trying to do good by him, you know, yeah. and myself, but you know, like there's a little like, well, it's, it, I mean, it's not your fault. Uh, but it's also it's 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 precarity man like well that's what i thought and then with all this other stuff all the reasons why i liked living in a city and then having like come from a place like san Bernardino or various places in the inland empire where where no like you're just like there's not a lot of representation of wealth unless you're in like a very suburban part right um and uh I I remember going like downtown San Bernardino a lot when I was younger and it's not that much different living in like a neighborhood like this, you know, that's why I always felt comfortable living in, in South Central, even at like my old place was even crazier. The big studio where you came from the poetry reading, the amount of crazy shit I saw then was like three times, you know? Yeah. No, like, I I'm, can totally see that. I'm moving up the street. My life's getting slowly better and better, you know, yeah. but, um, uh, there's still, there's still a lot of crazy shit to, to see and think about and kind of ground you. And, yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, not, well, I, I appreciate you sharing that because I haven't been seeing that. I like my experience of that is not as intimate, right? Because yeah. I'm not seeing mm -hmm. that I'm not understanding the different factions and that makes sense how, how that would work. Right. Cause you don't have much and you got to protect it. And, yeah. and, and so I don't even know if gangs is like, like, I'm not like say, I'm not, I'm not woke correcting you. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I think that gangs make sense as a term, but like, it may be just about survival too. Right. Like, yeah. 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 And, and, and I think that that might just be the subtext with gangs anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, I, and you see a lot of people, the same people around, you know, so yeah, you get to in know many ways you're happy that you have a pass, right? Like that, that they're okay with you, you know, no one's ever like really threatening my life that crazy. Um, you know, uh, you're a civilian everyone, to them almost. Yeah. 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 Everyone's very nice to my son and we, we walk around here all the time and, uh, uh yeah 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 and before we'd ride the bus everywhere and that's what like that's what killed me about covid was that i couldn't move around the city anymore like i did you know yeah because that's, i stopped you had riding to get a van I, yeah, to, yeah yeah I stopped to, doing, and, I, and if it was just me i could have kept doing public transportation but i gotta worry about my kid and then when i eventually went back to work gotta worry about everyone at work um and no uh, i used to, uh, that's that's also why i bought a car yeah. And I, I, I started biking again every single day. And then when it got cold last winter, you know, I'm, I'm like, I just turned 36. Uh, my body was not taking it anymore. You know, <laughs> 41, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I so, understand. Yeah. I, I relate. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it all, you know? And I, I was like, so the band, it's been a, like a 
the van it's been hard getting used to but i like it and the van's cool and it doesn't feel like just a er, erroneous car you know it's like that i got that van for a purpose and it's not flashy and it's like yeah it it's it's i like it and just want to make what uh you got a van van or a minivan I guess it's a minivan, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think technically. I'm just trying to see how many steps away from van life you are, but you can't. You, no, you, no. This is like in the trunk of my van. There's a scooter, two skateboards, and a soccer ball. All right. That and then. <laughs> and a soccer ball. Oh, yeah. What did you say soccer ball. Dude, yeah. We, well, I'm trying I to get a my, vaccine, my, bro. I got yeah, a vaccine. I'm trying to get my son into it, and he kind of like, you know, at eight kind of like missed the whole opportunity of like starting to do like team yeah. sports you know so i'm really he he likes soccer so we're gonna try and do soccer yeah my other buddy well, plays on sundays um on sundays uh, where uh my, think, my my old I, game is too far i think closer to you like maybe near chinatown okay not, uh, 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 we'll be in touch about that yeah we don't want to we don't want all my listeners can... showing up and trying to play soccer yeah not that anyone okay. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. All would. <laughs> this is my friend five of them. At, the, at the window so yeah. um <laughs> yeah man so, so that's that's crazy man well i it's actually so everything you've said to me is new because because like no especially in the last like let's say 20 minutes yeah um because i haven't i haven't intimately been associated with that in the sense that like my experience of homelessness even in this neighborhood that is currently trying to be like actively being gentrified is that You know, it's more of a concept. It's more mm-hmm. of an abstract. Yeah, it's, it's kind of I, absent I, it's, in, uh, in uh, the it, area where you live. In the, yeah, it's yeah. entirely absent because they're yeah. trying to, to make it. And so uh, I think that's kind of where the sweeps, what the sweeps are about. It used to be Echo mm-hmm. Park, but Echo Park mm-hmm. is too nice of a place for to allow that to happen. Yeah. So so the other thing, is, so, so this is really interesting because... There's realities about humanity mm-hmm. there that are fractal, right? Like you could say that there's factions and people like breaking off into groups at every level of like, like, let's say, let's, let's go ahead and call this like a, a small self-governance, right? That is happening in these encampments. Yeah. And there's, uh, from what you're saying, it sounds like there's, a bunch of lack of infrastructure that is causing a good amount of the suffering, right? Like if you, mm-hmm. if, if places are going up and on fire because people are trying to charge things yeah, that, that yeah. indicates that like our infrastructure is not accommodating people in this situation. They're completely yeah, well, being I mean, off and pushed out. There's, there's kind of like a self governance, I think around here because the people on the streets kind of decide what what territory is theirs and what territory isn't you know so you see that's it. what that's what you do with money anyway right like, yeah yeah it's a, it's 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 like just stay out of my space like give me space yeah right 
it's yeah, a, it's yeah. a it's an effort to cut out space in a world where you have no fucking space yeah and you you know like it, it and and uh and as someone who's going through the process of getting your own space like dude this is all really fucking heavy shit right yeah. so what if we got like all of the listeners to donate a whole bunch of money for you to live like the four seasons life uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly would you stop caring about this? And yeah. and and I don't say that to fuck with you. I'm just saying that like as part of like like it's it sounds intense, man. It definitely it sounds like you are in the midst of human suffering, right? Yeah, I mean in in the in uh, it, hold on before before yeah. in the sense of like completely ne- neglect no no respect for for like dehumanization but i okay not that you're being dehumanized but no, that no, no, people no. yeah for sure people are but there are it's changing right and it's not like it's not like you you see the same people around so it's not like it's not like they're they're soulless or like they're, they're, they don't have a face, you know, I, 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 uh, like there's this guy who's been like, I see him all the time and, um, he just like drinks all day, passes out, literally like shits himself. Um, you know, and all the other dudes who like don't do that, but maybe, might go to a shelter at night or live in a tent somewhere or um and even like one of the tenants in the building that uh i talked to here that's like one of the older tenants who's like he might be retired or something but like he just does his thing i see him go we all go to the same liquor store right we all go to the same liquor store which is right around the corner and i see these other guys check on this dude who's just like you know trying to kill himself in some way um, I've literally heard them talk about it. Um, but they check in on him, you know? Um, and, uh, it's just the needs here are different, I guess. Or like that to know how many people that actually need help or like, um, even at a certain point to know what it's like to be poor, was difficult to get your own place, how much work that takes. It's like, if you can't, if you can't deal with the other stresses of life, the other things, or even cope with them too, how are you supposed to pretend like everything's okay and like function and do the things, the hard work that's so hard and then probably be like discriminated against, um, anyways, you know? Um, I mean, that's part of like why people get educated, right. Or like, do anything right like i always compare it to this like like uh uh like that's motivation for myself right even like it when you do when you do face discrimination or like you know someone doesn't like you and you're like damn am i like super like ethnic to this person all of a sudden or like i have tattoos and because because of that and like like you know whatever to to them how i look to them what they think about me right um and so maybe 
you try extra hard, right? Like you try to be really smart, right? You try to be like a really good artist, a really good painter, like, and, you know, know how to contextualize yourself and, and, and know a lot of things about just be really informed. Right. But I'm always like equating it to like, you know, someone playing basketball, like fucking trying to just trying to make their life a little bit better. Right. Like they're fucking training, they're doing everything they can. You're fucking, you know, uh, like dribbling the ball between your legs, you know, fucking crisscrossing people up, trying to do 360s, like just to get to that slam dunk, you know, like, and I feel like that's, at least for me, motivation, what I'm trying to do in my life, you know, like, especially in the context when I have like, you know, uh, whatever, uh, I have my, my teacher would always say illusions of grandeur, grandeur as an artist, like, dude, I'm, I'm like out there, you know, just trying to ball it up as hard as I can. Cause I want to win so bad, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I've had that called megalomania too. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's a really, I had that by a therapist and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, the other context just to like kind of make points as, cause I have thought about all this shit. So seeing shit on fire here. Right. And then being stuck at home, being stuck, like fuck this city. Like I can't even move around it. Like I used to, you know, because all this shit, what's the point of it? I, I pay $1,200 in rent, like to live here, you know? Um, but in, in many ways I love it. And I like, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that to disrespect it at all. And I got a lot of good things going and, um, that's like, you know, not a first in my life, but it's, you know, I, I try and not discount that. And then having this nostalgia of where I grew up, particularly being a desert area or like, uh, more rural, um, but not in, you know, like the Inland Empire isn't rural except for the fact that it is no, like a world land like the landscape you know but it's it's an attempt to make that area suburban right but it doesn't Mm. exactly work and especially when there's not always there's the same problems that that are that are here present where where people you know uh people with low 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 incomes or no jobs or like really no future or underwater mortgages because whatever happened in their trajectory right like it doesn't it doesn't work out for them. Right. Like there's these things, it works out for some people just like it does in the city. Right. There's just, that's just really spread out over there, you know? And so the whole time I'm missing being a kid and wanting to go back there and just live in this landscape. Right. And, um, a lot of it, a lot of the painting I concentrated on was like, you know, stuff back there where it is a, particular style or type of painting I've been doing for a while but Mm -hmm. I kind of had the opportunity to shift the scale up and like just make more um which it always takes me a lot of time to make one painting so it's like I I made you know like a dozen or so in the past year and um, each one takes me like three or four months to to finalize but um you know just seeing here I just see those as my collective memory of what it was like to be somewhere lost in the desert like what a desert feels like what the the San Bernardino mountains behind that looks like and then where like 
maybe it's not a direct representation of that, but it's a direct representation of that feeling or the nostalgia yeah. of wanting to be lost in that. And then I'm contrasting that now with fucking living in the city and seeing shit on fire all the time. And it's not that different to me how I process those two images in my head. And when I process like the crossover of, of A, what I'm living through and A, what I'm nostalgic and missing and it's kind of like a fantasy and then putting those into like one image and um, realizing that. Um, well, there's a definitely a lot more color in, yeah. than before, right? Yeah. Like, and, uh, and I think that in terms of nostalgia, you were doing a lot more uh, iconography in terms mm-hmm. of like dealing with uh, recognizable characters that were culturally relevant, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas now you are maybe adding that uh that element not uh, like the the it's more abstracted like yeah. it's more well, I, it's more, I always it's have more. both i always have both ideas in my head and i do the other stuff too and like i'm you mm. know i do like things that are book covers or i did a a quarantine one that was a a very small triptych and it was the budweiser mm-hmm. and then it had one of the frogs on it but it was like kind of like doing one of the book cover paintings um yeah and then i have other drawings but it was just like uh a lot of times like galleries and other things have more interest in in this kind of stuff um or not that they don't i always have like a lot of liberty as what i get to show but sometimes i hesitate to do stuff that is more pleasing right it's like yeah yeah, i get you like you don't want to lean into the thing that's going to sell too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like, you I know, it's, you. at different times of your life, it sounds so stupid, right? <laughs> well, I don't want you to like it so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> that's making me a good artist. Like, <laughs> well, no, we definitely talk about that shit all the time on the show. I, we, the, I think the episode that's out last week was about how to fucking say I want to watch uh, Dakota's um oh Dakota New yeah he's amazing yeah that's yeah, my, yeah. yeah I love yeah. that dude um, yeah I you know this this whole thing is like basically I've started from scratch yeah 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 <laughs> now that I'm no, doing I'm... YouTube it's like <laughs> it's like the uh the validation has to be contextualized because I'm like Oh, I've taken up another mountain. <laughs> but but this is it this is really interesting. It's definitely in my wheelhouse, man. And I think that we do have that overlap. Um yeah. I think we were gr- gr- grimy, grungy kids. Yeah. Like skate skater punks. I mean, yeah. you're definitely a much better skater than me. I gave up <laughs> dude, and I've been so sad, I can't do it now. Cause like yeah. I gotta go to work, dude. And- I, I can't I can't I get, get hurt, hurt they'll like yeah. get so mad at me you know and I'm yeah. like I had it was that that was the other thing the two months of not working was like I have the good life you know like um at the beginning, have you thought of just getting uh getting like wrist guards at least man that's no, especially if you're stretching canvas um no that's all good yeah but I I have like long-term issues from skating like the neck one yeah I can't what happened to your neck I just I I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stretch every day. I do hiking now. I go hiking on the weekends. 
I'll go on a hike with you, man. If you yeah. invite me up, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss yeah. you, bro. Like I, no, I, I know, I, like, dude. Yeah, I haven't seen you. Like you are legitimately one of the people that I consider a friend that I've had on the show. I yeah. get intimate with a lot of people, and they're my friends. Yeah. But like you're once one of the people that I definitely want to like. Like well, if you're going on hikes, too, is like a game changer too. Because I always yeah. felt so bad, and everyone would be like, you know, like want to hang out, and like I want to hang out too. You know, like I'm, I'm maybe a little more like disgruntled and tired sometimes just because i'm a dad but like now a car like i've been making a thing where on days off and like i have like the night off and i don't got my son and if like me and my girlfriend aren't chilling i like call one friend and like talk to them you know or at least good, try man that sounds really good that sounds yeah. good for you and your kid and your wife man. Yeah. or your your yeah. your girlfriend sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm so antiquated man i'm a i'm a fucking sorry about that uh but you guys have been together for a while so it's not that crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh yeah uh i hope that it doesn't lead to a conversation about (laughs) hey what the fuck why am i not your wife <laughs> no, nah, if anything, that would be my fault, right? <laughs> yeah, but as your as as someone who wants to be your friend, yeah, I did yeah, step yeah. in it. I no, like no, I was no, like, ah, oh, no, 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 abort, abort. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, now I just need to uh, get a place double the size, right? That's yeah. the next thing. <laughs> well cool man well it's been nice talking to you uh anything that you like that this was uh uh delightfully intense actually i'm just gonna end it there delightfully intense <laughs> okay. yeah dude no 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 you should um yeah i'm always uh, down i think we're on the cool. same page about a lot of things like i think cool. we have the same balance of cynicism and joy yeah 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 you don't show yours uh off or that fast so you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so so yeah once but, you but it's it, there it, it's like, definitely there. it makes it really easy for me right because <laughs> you don't think one thing i say is like that odd you know you're like yeah <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's mostly because i host the show so i can't always be like yeah but isn't the world Macabre. But I, I get reminded when I, I am somewhere and I do say something and someone's like, oh, that's dark, you know, like, or, oh, man, I don't want to talk about that. I give it five years and you'll get as good as me as just uh, at, at just like being like, oh, you don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wisdom comes with 40. You're just settling now into your cynicism yeah. and, and balancing okay. it out with joy. Okay. Dude, especially like. Fuck, yeah, I'm this still last a pretty year. happy person, man. No, you are. You you are. But I I I I think that what we have in common is the uh well look, man, I have serious OCD. Okay. I, I like I used to like I have had a difficult life because of that. Like I used to literally always think okay, let's not scare people and just tell people that when I would look at a plastic bag i could not stop from associating that with suffocation so i would see a plastic bag and picture myself suffocating yeah and it wasn't fun yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i wasn't gonna do it it's just like you know and so so like so i think that from that dark place (laughs) i've managed to come to a place where like i understand like i think people that have ocd like where i don't think 
that's my problem. I think I, I would just have a lot of anxiety and I've done a lot of things to overcome it. But like, I remember being younger and waiting for the bus and, uh, having to have the right amount of change to board the bus and getting so stressed out about it until it came the moment that I actually got on where like I'd count it like several times and then like, like, or even like from going home to going to the bus stop and also at a time when I didn't have much money, you know, and be like, did I drop a quarter? No, it's there. Count it. One, did you put it in the right pocket? Okay. When you get on the bus, are you going to be able to pull it without dropping it and put it in a timely fashion so you don't hold up the line of other people getting on the bus? Which I don't think is OCD. It's just like... No, I mean, it's it's obsessive, but it's not like on the scale of what we're talking about. Because like I literally had no control. I would get headaches. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever talked about it, but I'm talking about it because... it's you and not like a first guest. Can you imagine? Like, <laughs> hey, I just met you. Let me tell you all about my OCD. But, but kind of when you say that, uh, and it's like, dude, I, I, I don't, I couldn't imagine feeling that way. But I completely like respect it. You know, and well, like the 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 headaches. So I would get these. I I, I I'm obviously on medication now, but I would take. Uh, I would have these headaches that would just be from my uncontrollable thoughts and it exists in a very i can't even place it but it's it's like it, it's just it's right here and you're just like think, or right here when i'm uh po- pointing to my forehead it's in the frontal cortex so apparently yeah. and like and it's just my brain keeps going and going and me having a debate on th- like one time so it, it's a lot of violent self-violent thoughts where it's uh-huh. like uh, there was this one time that I had a whole bunch of kitchen knives in my kitchen and they were fine, but the exacto knives, having them at the house, uh-huh. they would just get in my head that yeah. I was going to just slash everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so it made me feel but you better. you don't want to do that, but you're but like, it's, it, I can't stop thinking about it. Or yeah. I couldn't and stop so thinking about it. And so how do you control that? You know? Well, what I, what made me feel better was, well, medicine in the long yeah. term. Uh, and then putting that, putting those exacto knives in the glove compartment, yeah, of my car, yeah, they weren't in the building, so they weren't a problem. Yeah, there were too and many that, steps. That and how how reasonable is that? No, 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 no. And that part I get because it's like you're you're just trying to solve a solution and move on to the next thing, yeah. or like be okay. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. But yeah, I have not suffered like that in a very long time. But and then what I do you told- do? Go around telling people like you can't handle having fucking exacto knives, and <laughs> in, 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 you know. Um, well, the I, blade is so like precarious. It's like <laughs> it, I think well, it's like designs. Would- You're like <laughs> like a piece Where's of like. I think a kitchen knife, this is the first time I realized this, but I yeah. think a kitchen knife is like a lot harder to sort of maneuver for that. But like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not that I'm giving kids ideas. The whole point is don't no, kill no, yourself. No, no. Yeah. But like yeah, yeah. that as a, as a tool, I can understand how that was like yeah. anxiety provoking, you know? Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's end the episode there. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I love that you're not even flinching. All right, play, man. Play some Elliot Smith. no i uh, take medication it'll make you feel better i've been on it for a very long time i'm a functioning member of society and uh but yeah i related to what you were talking about earlier we'll We'll try and do soccer um i like making food a lot um oh i'll eat any food man i like eating food that's okay cool
<laughs> but uh, do you have any stuff that you want to promote? Are you posting stuff? Uh, do you have? No. You have, uh, you have I, your. You show? know, I think shows are going to happen eventually, but it's still early. You know, so. So, uh, what's your at on Instagram? Oh God. Sunny Sailor Prince. I think so. Or Alex with underscores. And, yeah, Alex underscore Andrew underscore Sanchez. I think you can find it either way. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm checking right now, I guess. <laughs> well, in the meantime, we are at What's My Thesis, at Javier Proenza. And by we, I mean me and the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're uh, ramping up to make a lot more things. Uh, you know, we have new lights. We're not diminishing. We're always growing. So <laughs> definitely do that. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much. And thank yeah. you guys for listening. And goodbye. Uh-